0: (laughs) That's what happened with the pickles You put it in my head Once it's in the head back to another episode of 1980s now a weekly examination of the importance of 1980s pop culture and it's a continued influence i'm talking like mario or something and it's continued influence <laughs> today <laughs> my name is will and joining me as always are my friends and they're also my co-hosts cat and john hey guys hi guys it's a me hi hello
1: you know one of my co-workers told me i sound like Minnie mouse on the
0: podcast huh do I? Were they listening at Who one knows? and a half speed or something? <laughs> that may I don't be know it. What they were doing, maybe that's it. <laughs> no, I don't uh, think that
1: no. You don't think I sound like Minnie Mouse. No.
0: No. I think you have a great voice for a podcast. I agree. Aw.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank
2: you. Mm-hmm. I was
0: thinking And about I have a do.
1: great
2: face for a podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do.
0: <laughs> hey, don't forget to listen to John's Great Face on his other uh, podcast, Gen grown Listen to his great face. Where he sounds absolutely <laughs> handsome. Mm. Hey, on today's show, we're going to be talking about the true but abridged tale of the cocaine bear. No. So you guys know this movie just came out, right? Elizabeth yes. Banks uh, directed it. Of course, we mm-hmm. love Elizabeth mm-hmm. Banks. Mm-hmm. If you see the trailers for this film- uh, which probably the boys on a Gen X pull review uh, the review of the film I imagine at some point. I wonder. Odds are, well. it looks like Jaws in the forest. You know, the premise being this bear gets its hands on cocaine and goes berserk and mm-hmm. terrorizes people. Pause. Hands on oh. cocaine. Pause on cocaine.
1: <laughs> oh, I Come thought on. you were uh, saying yeah. Pause. Oh,
0: yes, instead of Jaws, it's pause.
1: What? Pause.
0: Pause. Right. Pause. Oh yeah. yeah. John was less <laughs> clever than we thought. <laughs> no. I, I stumbled backwards okay. into cleverness We'll do it again Pause on cocaine Then I just robbed John of the joke altogether
1: Oh so, no oh.
0: <laughs> Fix it in the edit But you, look I'll explain this to you guys Before we get going on the true crime story But it's, it's, it's abridged And it's I'll explain that mm-hmm. later okay. okay. Hey before that though, we're going right. to review Current news stories related to 1980s media Including Rob Halford has got The Rock Hall on speed dial <laughs> For sale mm-hmm. Goonies House New Roof dead fish (laughs) and how we're one step closer to having rubik's snake the movie oh uh time codes are in the show notes (laughs) if you'd like to skip around hey just like uh every week for the last uh, couple of weeks a a quick announcement hey keep an ear out for our upcoming interview with uh dave philpot who's that you say well he is i do say that one of the uh, genius folks (laughs) behind dear mr (laughs) kershaw all right uh, a pensioner writes ah. uh, by Derek Philpot, who's Dave's dad. So the premise of this book is that this elderly retired gentleman writes letters mm-hmm. to uh, pop stars, oh, uh, and they write back. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know, among them and, and included in this uh, book, and he has a new book that just came out. And uh, uh-huh. so, um, um, I mean, among the many pop stars that he writes to are tons of, of uh, our favorites from the 1980s. Uh-huh. Yaz, you know, I love Yaz, Kaja, Gugu. Uh, Dave Stewart from the Eurythmics level 42 Human League uh-huh. Thompson Twins yeah folks wrote back and mm-hmm. it's it's funny because what what this gentleman's doing is he he takes their music literally oh my goodness yep. uh, and so yep. he's he's got some concerns or questions <laughs> as a result of the lyrics of their songs <laughs> oh. we've spoken about this
2: before and it, it's yep. it's a captivating concept uh-huh. it, you know it's like and, and, and some of them kind of are in on the joke and some of them aren't. And of the ones that respond, I think you said like, one of the artists kind of sort of halfway understood it and tried to respond in the joke, and probably others didn't at all yeah. get it.
0: Didn't yeah, get I think I was well. telling you a story about uh, he wrote to uh, the Steve Miller band. Oh, yes. Yeah. To see if he could hire them for a magic show.
3: <laughs> a magic right. Show.
0: Uh, I suppose because of their song,
3: Abracadabra. Uh,
0: and hilarity ensues. Anyway, listen mm. for that upcoming interview uh, with uh, Dave Philpot.
1: Lots of reaching out and grabbing. <laughs> what was that? Abracadabra.
0: Cadabra,
2: (laughs) -cadabra. Abracadabra! I'm with you, cat. Grab ya, grab Grab ya! Abracadabra! Yes. Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay, hey, let's get caught up on 1980s news. Let's really reach out and grab some news and pull some news close. Yes, I don't know. Hey, as told to Metal Hammer, Rob Halford calls the Rock Hall every day to vote for Iron Maiden. I almost know what that's like. Yeah, I thought you might be able to relate.
1: <laughs> I didn't use so, a phone, though. Okay.
0: What you, yeah. What are you nominating
2: yourself every day for, Kat?
0: <laughs> Kat, I, mm-hmm.
2: I,
1: I... I might have been on my phone once a day last year to vote for... Uh, the band that must not be named.
0: <laughs> you raise a question. I didn't look up. Do you, is there really an, a way to phone call it anymore? You're right. You, you did it. On, you did it online, right? Yeah. Like a yeah.
1: Website? There was an. Uh, mm. Yeah, I went to yeah. the Rock Hall website, and you can vote every day.
0: Sounds like someone clever with a VPN could. Throw those votes. Yeah, and stuff like that's happened before (laughs) and been found out. People have been found out. Yeah. But uh, in a very above board way, Rob Halford is uh, actively supporting Iron Maiden's (laughs) bid for the induction by voting every day on the fan vote. So, you know, there's some mysterious committee that uh, nominates a bunch of people and then uh, again, Mm -hmm. some other unknown group of people get to vote. But they do make it open to the fans by allowing for fans to vote for their favorites among the, what, 14 think nominees
2: you know like united states elections <laughs> yeah what the, that we really, we really don't
0: directly vote but it's just that's like right that. yeah just like uh, that. if you recall uh, halford was inducted last year with judas priest mm-hmm. uh, he remains one mm-hmm. of the many artists from the heavy music genre who feels iron maiden have more than earned their right to follow suit mm-hmm. now you hear that argument every year about any number of groups oh yes you know? yes
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, but yeah. Uh, he told uh, metal hammer quote iron maiden's nomination is absolutely overdue I vote for them every day. You could do it by phone and it's dead easy. The phone thing that that does. Maybe it's not really a phone.
1: That's curious. Yeah. Like, I wonder if you can call, I, I guess. He says he does.
0: <laughs> you might just be bugging somebody at the gift
2: shop. <laughs> Iron Maiden. <laughs> Sir, this is the valet desk. Yeah. <laughs> But you're right. There's always there's always so many people. I mean, you list some iconic bands, Mm -hmm. and there's always going to be like, why are they not in the hall yet? Why are they not in the hall yet? It's like actors. Like they don't have a star. They don't have a star yet on the Walk of Fame, right? Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, if everybody's special, nobody is. But yeah, I I don't say all that to to dismiss Iron Maiden. I think they absolutely probably are overdue. Mm -hmm. uh, But. You're right. Everybody can't get in every time yeah. or it wouldn't be special.
0: Yeah. Just like a cat's uh, actions helped Duran Duran uh, change their position due to the fan vote Uh Maiden recently moved up to fifth place for the class of 2023. All right. Uh, the top five of the 14 nominated will receive a vote that counts along the alongside the hundreds of industry professionals who make up the majority of the decision-making yeah. panel. Again, that unknown, mm-hmm. you know, populace of mm-hmm. Folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fans, yeah. however, are able to cast uh, their vote once a day. Every day until April 28th. All right. All right. Hey, another 1980s news uh, as reported on mm-hmm. today.com. And, you know, speaking of true crimes, I mean, this is just, this one isn't as complicated as one we're going to talk about in a moment, but uh, mm-hmm. this is nearly as wacky. Uh, <laughs> Coast Guard rescues man from capsizing yacht mm-hmm. after he allegedly left a dead fish at the Goonies house. <laughs> Netflix series to follow. <laughs>
2: <is> so random. <laughs> I love it. All right. So I have, I, I read this article and the whole way through the article, I'm like, What am I missing? Exactly. As... Like, what's the significance? Look again, yeah. not seeing the Goonies. Again, what's the significance yeah. of the dead fish? Is that a reference to the Goonies that I should know? I couldn't think. We should tell John it
1: is, <laughs> he has to go yeah, watch right. it to figure it?
2: it out. I mean, was there a reason, or did you, he just did it for the halibut? I mean, oh, what's no. the reason? No. that you he set would us up put the whole, dead fish. The whole thing was a setup. Brilliant. Uh, uh,
0: no, there's no significance. Okay, nope.
2: so it's not like a Goonies reference. It's not no. like I, not, no. you know, a fish on your porch, like that old Goonies like, scene. No. okay, I don't.
0: But know. it also turns out this guy stole a. Boat. I mean, he did a number of things that have nothing to do with the film that didn't happen in the film. Okay. So, yeah. uh, so, as reported by two But he left
2: uh, the fish at the house. This suggests it was significant. Yes. What I think like, is, my entire life has been building up to leaving a fish on the porch of this house. He's working up the courage. To, to the point that I will commit larceny and felony yeah. and grand theft boat in order to do it. <laughs> and it means absolutely nothing. Yeah, no.
0: I mean, they don't, just, That's they don't
2: ridiculous.
0: They don't explain, you know, his motivations in this, this short piece here. Or, Are you okay, Kat? We broke cat. I will be. I'm sure. At some point. I, I don't I know. Just, Maybe I'll it was be. a warning to the homeowner. I don't know. It's like, like, it's like the horse head in bed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Careful. You might wake up with I a mean, fish on the porch. Imagine how the homeowners felt. Oh, no. They found us, honey. I don't know how. Quick, get the fish broom. Because <laughs> it's happened so many other times before. Of course, it's the Goonies thing. Everybody comes by. All right. Just it's like, like the, when you just go like to the movie, yeah. you, you go to the Breaking Bad house and throw pizza on the roof. Oh, same thing. You go to the Goonies <laughs> house and throw fish on the porch. It's
0: it might like, become a thing now. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think it's okay. cool. Is you guys might have seen oh before. God. I read this story. I had seen the video of the rescue, and I didn't know they were related. So really? it became a viral video, you know, some sometimes shortly after this happened. There's a video of a U.S. Coast Guard uh, boat rescuing... This is what you see in the video. You see the boat approaching another boat that uh, I think, based on a caption, we learned had had was uh, you know sending out a mayday a mayday signal.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. As, as the boat gets close enough, as someone jumps off the boat and starts swimming towards the the uh, boat that's in danger. The mm-hmm. coast guard. Remember the coast guard. Mm-hmm. All right. As he's nearing the boat, you see an enormous tidal wave approaching. Oh. And you're just like shit. These people are fucked.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Just as he
0: gets to the boat. The wave just just completely covers the boat, the swimmer, mm. everything. They're gone. Wow. As the wave subsides, the boat is now flipping upside down. Oh my gosh. And the swimmer reappears. Uh, and ultimately he rescues this guy from the boat. So this is the video that we mm. see. This went viral.
1: So that is um, a whole separate. <laughs> wow. So that oh video gosh. turns
0: out to be this story. Oh
2: my gosh. So that was the tail end of oh. dropping off the fish. Yeah, he took off in this stolen boat and- uh,
0: Yeah, when the rescuers, uh, you know, saved this man, they had no idea he was accused of placing a dead fish at the Oregon house that was featured in the (laughs) Goonie. And and is that illegal? Is there, is there a law? So against no fish placement. Right. They, they do have crimes. listed. Yeah. they have his crimes so listed. Yes, a man later identified okay, as Jericho. Steal the boat. Fine.
2: Fish placement. Not a
0: crime. <laughs> oh, you know what they have? It's called. And here, seriously, I think this. I'm guessing go. this is what it yeah, is. Go. criminal mischief. I
1: think that's it too. Right. <laughs> I think the fish of, if
2: the
0: criminal fish criminal mischief. <laughs> like,
1: what? That yes, criminal mischief.
0: <laughs> or
1: misfish. Miss Criminal
0: misfish, Mishfish. Mish <laughs> Criminal mish Criminal fish. fish and Ships. Criminal misfish. You know, you would think we were recording this at midnight. You guys are so loopy. Uh, look, a man later identified as Jericho Labonte. I know what's happening now. You guys just don't want to do true crime. you just stomp. <laughs> oh, no, no. no Labonte? Okay, bon- bon- no, this uh, is the true crime story I tuned in Yeah, for. this is it. I've thir- I should do the voice. 35 of Victoria, British Columbia was taken into custody on-, custody on February 3rd after a number of people recognized him. Uh, mm-hmm. they started pursuing, the police started pursuing mm-hmm. Labonte, I'll say, after receiving a report on February 1st that he posted a video on Facebook that showed him placing the dead fish on the porch. Gotcha. Uh, of course the home that we're talking about is the one featured in uh, Steven Spielberg's 1985, uh, film, but it wasn't until after the U S coast guard shared a video, the video I'm telling you about showing this dramatic rescue that authorities learned that the <laughs> boat in the video had been stolen by that same man. That's the guy. That's the criminal fish shift guy. Get yeah. him. <laughs> so a- after he was rescued and a helicopter hoisted the two of them out of the water to safety, they, uh, the officers uh, later arrested him about 17 miles south of the uh, Astoria. I don't uh, understand this story, but it's my favorite
1: story. I love it. I love <laughs> this. I
0: love this <laughs> story. It's, you know what, John, you, you just got to take it for it. Like it's literal, the word, the literal words. Don't dig yeah, into I, it. It's literally,
2: this is, it's all on the paper. I, 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 I was looking for deeper meaning and it turns out. No. Surface. You no. Know
0: uh shout out to the brave rescuer who is identified as aviation survival technician third class john branch walton mm-hmm. it was his first life saved as a rescue swimmer wow and he graduated good, good later you, that yeah. day from the coast guards advanced helicopter rescue School. later that day, later later that day. Yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> fact what i remember from the viral video is one of the texts said that they were out on a you know uh training they were out on a training uh Voyage mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh my gosh. When this ship radioed for help, mm-hmm. and they had to shift gears. <laughs> so th- this <laughs> this kid was being tested, you know, in this training thing. They had a real real opportunity. <laughs> you want me to what? So they, they pr-
2: <laughs> They were going to take him out on his last day and Top Gun Maverick him in a cage underwater. But instead,
0: they pivoted and said, hey, tidal wave,
2: jump in. (laughs) It was his final hazing.
0: They deducted points, though, because they were like, you know what? You never mentioned anything about the dead fish. fish." did not record the dead fish. You
2: have to be aware of your surroundings at
0: all times. (laughs) It turns out, uh, however, also that the home, uh, uh, the Goonies' home, was recently sold Mm -hmm. uh, to a Kansas City entrepreneur and superfan who bought it for $1.65 million. And the good news for mm-hmm. Tom Higginson and his son and others is that he, this uh, super fan intends to preserve the property as a place where the film's other fans can visit and take selfies.
1: And um, leave fish. And drop off fish.
0: Inevitably, <laughs> so uh, it's you're, gonna you're, gonna you're right, John, that's going to happen. It's going yeah. <laughs> yeah, Prior owners were not as, uh, you know, uh, flexible mm. as far as letting people take pictures of the I'm, home I'm just saying, it.
2: if I ever visit, I'm taking a fish. Yeah. I
0: mean at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's let's make it a thing. Come you know, on. I should have reached out to Tom to ask him about it. We that. just yeah.
1: we just need you to watch the movie first, John. <laughs> then we'll move on to the fish.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna watch the movie and the fish is gonna be in there and you're lying to me is what's gonna be. Yeah.
0: I really wish we could like uh CGI a fish into the film now. <laughs> huh. Watch <Something>. this copy. <laughs> <That'd> be- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Every other little copy is... This is the director's this cut. Is, Director, this director's cut. This bonus right. features in this one, yeah. I'm trying to do a fish pump with the word cut in it. This is the director's cuttlefish? Yes. Uh, sure. I, I can't wait for the news to end. <laughs> hey, another 1980s news, uh, the Tetris trailer is the perfect fit. You know, I was thinking like... Oh. I was thinking who already has said something about tre- tre- Treacherous being a perfect fit. So I just like Googled that. Oh. Said, think, like, you know. mm-hmm. uh-huh. Of course mm-hmm. it comes up as people talk. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, have you guys uh, watched the uh, trailer for the film? Yes. yes. I think it looks mm-hmm. intriguing. <laughs> and, I, mm-hmm.
1: and I feel like, wow, they're making a, a video game, like the origin of a video game seems so thrilling. <laughs> like, a, like a don't want to miss. But there's also this kind of tongue in cheek thing happening too. Like uh, at the end there at the trailer. So I want to see it, though. I am curious. I'll watch it. Well, you know, Kat, mm
2: -hmm. the origin of Tetris is this amazing thing. Really? It really is. It really is? There's it from the trailer. There's very little embellishment. Really? And this from a guy who's already watched the Ecstasy of Order documentary and the Tetris Murders documentary series. I don't miss a single Mm -hmm. Tetris. Yeah, these are things. Yeah. And, and and throughout those, you'll learn because it was the Iron Curtain, mm-hmm. and like nobody really owned anything in the USSR, mm-hmm. and this guy that created it, 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 he really didn't have the rights to sell wow. it. The guys that used it didn't have the rights to use it. So it looks like an espionage film, and it was espionage. So I think that's that's the right approach to take with it. I think
1: it looks cool. I had no idea that it was all <laughs> mm-hmm. true.
2: Wow. Yeah, J- John,
0: yeah. In, the, in the Tetris murders, were people killed with a long skinny piece? <laughs> the, the mm-hmm. L the hammer L? right oh, a little okay. hammer shape yeah All right,
1: that would be better
0: it than. has the hook on the end yeah <laughs> <laughs> or just a big do you, know the, do you know do you know the Tetris pieces each have names do you know that oh I know that only because I have that light up Tetris puzzle thingy oh you mm-hmm. know lamp thing that has okay. the names on the box I think that's what it is. Do? okay there you go it's around
2: here
1: somewhere <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what they are though yeah. Fred oh Douglas Winky
1: Blinky <laughs> Doug Clyde
0: <laughs> Johnny what's his last name uh, no, no Last name this has a letter Doug R oh no Johnny F oh
2: no I don't know Can't get there um I've ruined this show <laughs> no. is that what this is a show you guys were all so polite before I joined the show and now look
0: yeah. at us uh, as John uh, was alluding to so while most video game adaptations are uh usually follow the storyline of, of the game. There is no story for Tetris. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness they didn't try to make one. Because I remember like five years ago when they said they were making a Tetris movie, I thought it was going to be, you know, like pixels or something, oh. you know, where yeah. pieces were falling yeah. from the sky. And uh, I don't know. I was so nervous about it. But yeah, thank goodness yeah. the actual story is provides so much meat to it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah.
2: So it's like a docudrama, it looks like. Mm-hmm. yeah, and It looks... it. And it looks like they're taking it seriously. Like they're not poking fun because yeah. real people were in real dire circumstances around the legality of that and danger from the government. Yeah. It's legit.
1: Yeah. Wow. I really want to see it now. We yeah. really didn't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. In fact, ah. the, Matthew Vaughn who produced it, you know, who brought us films like kick ass and Kingsman, uh, initially didn't believe, uh, what, what sounded like, a <laughs> you know, a, a tall tale. He said, uh, <laughs> Quote, I was sent the screenplay. I didn't believe it. I was like, what moron came up with this idea?
3: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Making a sort of political Cold War thriller about Tetris. And then I got exactly. told everything happened and it was real. So I went, okay, we better make this a movie We've then. Gotta mm-hmm. make a movie. The highly, the simple but highly addictive game was created by a Soviet software engineer, Alexei Pajitnov in mm. 1984. Wow. Uh, mm. Tetris, in the movie, however, lands on April lands on Apple Plus TV on March 31st. Or... That was... (laughs) You guys, I'm turning the show around. Hey, our independent podcast is brought to you every week by folks just like you. So if you'd like to help us out, please... Follow us on the podcast platform you're listening to right now. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Share an episode on Facebook. All of these actions just take a moment and are 100% free. But if you'd like to chuck in a buck and help us keep publishing the show week after week, please visit us at 1980snow.com support to find out how you can send us a dollar or two. And thank you so much. It means a lot. All right. Hey, as as promised or threatened. It's like someone left a fish on Will's porch. Someone left me a fish, so I know I'm not supposed to do true crime, which means I'm getting close to the truth and I have to do it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the true abridged story of the cocaine bear who, you know, is Ah. the subject of this uh, film that I look forward to seeing. It just came out. It looks, Mm -hmm. looks like a horror comedy, you know, I guess, or Mm -hmm. comedy horror. Mm
2: -hmm. Absurdist comedy horror, at least. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I mean, if you had told me the premise, I would have thought this is dumb, but I saw the trailer and I was like, oh my God, this looks awesome.
1: I have to say, I didn't watch the trailer, but my son was watching it. Yeah. And he's so excited to see this movie.
2: (laughs) I watched the trailer. I was just surprised Johnny Knoxville was not in it. No. Because well, it, it seems like a jackass trick. It's like so we're gonna feed this bear cocaine oh. <laughs> and then we're gonna goad
0: him. It His heart, heart explodes. <laughs> we're gonna try to get, bite somebody's balls right. off. So yeah, I don't know. Is this a show tonight? I don't know if this is a show, but we're gonna we're gonna publish it. Yes. All right. I, so yeah. look, look. The story is complicated Mm -hmm. i will share with you after we get through my abridged version Mm -hmm. where i'm highlighting just some of the more interesting salient Mm -hmm. points among dozens of interesting salient points Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm.
2: but i'll I'll tell you at the end it's yeah i cannot wait to hear what makes it complicated because at the surface it sounds super simple it (laughs) does (laughs) bear eats cocaine goes on rampage the end yeah so all right Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, hey, so let me see if That's the show, everybody <laughs> Good right. here, here, John did it for me, thanks Alright Oh, and like usual If you want to stop me, mm-hmm. stop me Okay Do you have any questions? Oh, don't worry we <laughs> <will>. <laughs> you, both, oh. you haven't let me get a single word in this whole show <laughs> <It's gonna be laughs> When do you hear the oh. news back <laughs> it's gonna be Oh, we're going to stop you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Alright, so, so that means we, I just have to try to get to do this As quickly as possible <laughs> gonna I'm be- not going to stop either No one's going to stop Three people talking simultaneously <laughs>
4: November 1985 While trudging through the golden fallen leaves of the Chattahoochee National Forest A hunter came upon easy prey Laying there before him in a small clearing beneath a canopy of trees Was a sizable black bear Though it was as still as death It appeared alive. And so the hunter slowly raised his rifle, bringing the butt of the gun tight against his shoulder. But before he could squeeze the trigger, he made another more startling discovery. Strewn about the body of the Ursus Americanus lay several packages of a white substance. And nearby, a large duffel bag. The bear was already dead. Killed by a man who had left a string of deaths long before this Yogi had dined on the deadly picnic basket.
1: Oh, no, Yogi! Oh, no! <laughs> I don't know
4: that I could do this for a
2: half hour. With the background music, I can't help but seeing a Dream Kid short that says it's 1984 and your bear just ate cocaine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, dude, we have to ask him That's for That's amazing. This.
4: <laughs> Here we go. With a name that sounds like cardigan-covered shoulders come to life. Andrew Carter uh-huh. Thornton the Third was born into Kentucky's Blue Blood Society. A child of privilege, Thornton forwent his family's esteemed horse farm for a seeming life of public service. After graduation from the prestigious Siwani Military Academy in 1962, Thornton joined the United States Army. There, Thornton became a decorated paratrooper for the 82nd Airborne. No, oh, no. Airborne Division. Despite his extensive training, however, Thornton wasn't prepared for the jump that would end his life.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: A lot of jokes in this one.
1: Um <laughs>
0: Wait, did I miss something? When, when will those start? I'm just going <laughs> to I was being sarcastic. Okay, okay. okay. You can't knock me if I'm being sarcastic. (laughs) I burned myself. (laughs) You can't set something on fire if it's already burning. (laughs) All right, whatever. Maybe we just skip this week.
1: No,
2: no, no. Keep going, keep going. This is all gold.
0: Longing to
4: continue the adrenaline-fueled combat he had experienced, Thornton joined the Lexington Fayette urban county police department in 1968, just a few years after his military career had ended. And as police work became routine, Thornton's thrill-seeking ambition landed him on the newly formed narcotics squad. Ah. Working closely with the DEA, Mm -hmm. Thornton's need for speed was (laughs) sated, albeit briefly as he slid over car hoods before racing off to another drug bust. But soon, Thornton found confiscating drugs wasn't nearly as exciting as selling them to bears. To bears. (laughs) Bears. (laughs) Exclusive mammal clientele catering to the only the most esteemed of bears. <laughs> 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 oh, Yogi. <laughs>
0: Lifelong Friends. I'm just going to keep introducing new characters. And then the show, and it's never going to end the story. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like Stranger Lifelong Things. Lifelong
0: <laughs> Friends. Bradley Bryant
4: traveled in the same high-class circles as Thornton. The pair even attended the military academy together. So, in 1977, when Bryant formed a private security company, it was only natural for Bryant to court Thornton away from the police department. Jimmy Chagra, one of their first clients, however, seemed to need little protection. When this leader of a large drug-running syndicate Mm. was scheduled to appear before a U.S. district judge, he couldn't bribe. Mm. He had him murdered. Oh, oh boy. a hitman. Charles Harrelson, father of beloved cheers actor Woody.
1: <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: Yes, his father is a murderer, convicted murderer.
1: Wow. Never knew that. Today, years old. Wow. Okay. Huh. <clears throat>
0: God damn, I'm not even off the first page. <clears throat>
4: September 1979, the China Lake Naval Weapons Center, an installation that conducts highly classified research in the barren reaches of the Mojave Desert, had been <laughs> robbed. Sophisticated and some deadly military equipment, including infrared night scopes, had been stolen. Already fearing the extensive illegal exporting of arms from the United States, Federal authorities were on high alert. On January 4, 1980, while the disappearance of the equipment was under investigation on the West Coast, the Philadelphia police responded to what they believed was a routine call. A maid at an airport hotel had smelled marijuana emanating from one particular room. Hmm. Once inside, however, drugs were the least interesting item the officers uncovered. What? (laughs) There was also a bear inside. (laughs) It turns out the story is just about a bunch of dead bears. Oh, no. (laughs) Hope you don't like bears.
1: (laughs) Ursinus, what was that? Ursinus Americanus.
0: <laughs> I probably No not drawing.
1: Ursinus. <laughs> that's, that's what I have. Is Ursinus, Ursinus
0: Majorus. <laughs> yeah, that's what I have in my CAT ur- scan. Showed Ursinus. You're thinking Ursus. Did <laughs> <laughs> you just knew that off the top of your head, John? Probably right. You just know that off. Wow. You just know that because you know that. What's that? that well, what? it's Ursus Americanus.
2: I, I I've heard it before. It's the, yeah, the root see. word, mm-hmm, like you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like. Yeah, like lupus
2: and, uh-huh. you know, canis and things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scientific names, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. no, I,
0: I read it and I wasn't sure cat was wrong. I, so that's what's I, what, that's what I was playing. I don't know what I
2: just did there, oh, really. Oh. It's, definitely not, it's definitely not sinus. Yeah, yeah, Will has a bear <laughs> <Sinuses>. <laughs> Well, he's snorting cocaine, so he's probably got some sinus issues. Yes. now. Yes.
4: While some may pack pajamas, clean underwear, oh. and a toothbrush <laughs> while traveling, Bradley Bryant <laughs> was prepared for something else when police arrested him in his room at a Philadelphia airport hotel. Oh, boy. In addition <laughs> to his skivvies, Bryant was carrying a cash of semi-automatic weapons, Uh, an assortment of disguises, more than 10 fraudulent Kentucky driver's licenses, and $22,000 in cash. When Bryant's arrest led to the additional search of a warehouse he rented in Lexington, officers found an arsenal of weapons, various electronic surveillance devices, and an infrared night scope. Mm.
0: Which I said was one of the things stolen, right? Did I say that? Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, you did. I don't remember. No, you did.
0: And a a bear.
4: (laughs) Also among Brian's items was a notebook that contained the names and addresses of two dozen men, Mm. including one Lexington resident, Andrew Carter Thornton III.
1: (gasps) Oh, the cardigan wearer, right?
4: The living embodiment. (laughs) Of a cardigan <laughs> draped over her shoulders. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <It's> exhausting. <sighs> Within days of Bryant's arrest, several federal agencies joined the investigation. And mm-hmm. a few months later, 25 individuals were indicted in fresno california mm. charged with conspiracy to import and distribute marijuana <laughs> and to steal government property from the china lake naval base weapons center Great. although thornton was named in that indictment he was not charged oh. instead amid hints that a larger drug smuggling conspiracy existed thornton was charged with piloting A DC four, loaded with a literal half ton of ganja.
1: Oh wow! (laughs) Sensing
4: justice was coming for him, Thornton did what any decorated army veteran soldier and former narcotics officer would do. (laughs) He fled. (laughs) Oh
0: man! (laughs) That's when he met a bear. And then. (laughs) I mean, somehow it's all (laughs) due to a bear,
1: right? (laughs) I'm waiting for the bear
2: I'm I'm, I'm ready for the bear I wondered if he stole the bear from the military base or if Mm -hmm. the bear was was one of the pieces of equipment he had packed with with his skivvies
0: they (laughs) indicted 25 individuals and one bear
4: (laughs) (laughs) a quote-unquote Prepper Thornton had been practicing for the apocalypse for years.
1: He's a preppy prepper.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Oh,
2: you just won the podcast.
4: (laughs) The first preppy prepper Thornton had been practicing for the apocalypse for years.
0: He just stole your joke. No. That's okay. I'll just add cat's part out. Oh.
4: Now, with his world actually coming to an end, Thornton donned a bulletproof vest, grabbed a pistol, and eluded capture for several months. But when U.S. Customs discovered the 56-foot... <laughs> the what? The 56-foot converted... Bear.
0: Just put bear when anything sees... Put bear. This is like discovered an ad lib A 50-foot bear. <laughs>
4: But when U.S. Customs discovered the 56-foot converted minesweeper they had seized off the coast of Louisiana, carried 1,500 pounds of marijuana and a machine gun belonging to Thornton, the search for the fugitive intensified. After Thornton was finally apprehended, the U.S. Marshals transported him to Fresno for his arraignment where he posted $75,000 in cash and a $1 million personal surety bond secured by possibly the only remaining connection Thornton had to his prior life as a Kentucky aristocrat. Three <laughs> racehorses.
1: I going to say, a bear. Woody Harrelson.
4: <laughs> and a seat at a live taping of Cheers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And you know we haven't gotten to the cocaine yet, but it mm-hmm. did occur to me that if this had been marijuana yep. bear, no murders would have <laughs> oh, taken place. No, it would have been really. Just. <laughs> it would have been a, a super chill bear <laughs> yes. just kind of laying on the picnic table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. dude, my my paws are awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bear.
0: Am I a bear? I, with the munchies Hey boo boo <laughs> I'm getting the munchies yeah. Maybe that's why He's always looking For a picnic basket <laughs> A picnic basket Is that Is that Yogi Or are you The honeymooners this What are you so doing same, like, <laughs>
2: Hey boo boo I'm
3: One of these days Boo Boo, right, right spon-
0: to the moon <laughs> <laughs> Oh Yogi You're always looking To get high
1: oh, He
2: cleared his sinuses yep. again <laughs>
0: oh, <Yo.
1: laughs>
2: That's right <laughs> Hey boo boo Let that's me
0: a s- do a rail Off your junk
4: <laughs> On February twenty seventh, 1982
0: I think Will broke John oh, oh, oh. He'll be fine, He'll be fine. <laughs> look, at him, look at him I'm getting the image I have the
2: image Erased in my head
1: <laughs> Yes, you did You broke him
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened with the pickles You put it in my head Once it's in the head when your brain draws it. <laughs>
2: oh, 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 I'm seeing stars. Oh, I can't even... <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> I've never seen John have a giggle so much in <or> my life. <laughs> Don't remind him.
2: No, no. Go, mm. go go ahead. I'll catch up. <laughs> no, we got to yeah, yeah.
0: We got a ways to go here. <laughs>
4: On February 27th, 1982, just three days before Thornton was scheduled to appear.
0: Is he coming back? (laughs) He thought we were in the clear. (laughs) No, I'm good.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to do this. We're going to
2: do it. He's got a little vial. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> keep still. You keep moving. <laughs> Impressive, boo-boo. It's taking the whole <laughs> vial. <laughs> oh <my God.
3: laughs>
0: <sighs> Let's just end the show.
4: <laughs> On February twenty seventh, nineteen eighty two, just three days before Thornton was scheduled to appear at a hearing in Fresno, it appeared vigilante justice. Was served just after Thornton's dinner, mm. as he left a restaurant. <laughs> Thornton was shot <laughs> twice in the chest at close range, but oh. the thirty-eight caliber <laughs> wad cutter bullets didn't penetrate the bulletproof vest Thornton wore as often as socks. Uh,
1: well, he's prepared.
4: <laughs> but. It wasn't good fortune that kept Thornton alive, for the police quickly determined the mastermind behind the apparent attempted murder. It was Thornton himself. The attack had been staged by Thornton to persuade the judge that his life would be endangered should he be incarcerated.
1: Oh.
0: Ah. This guy's really brave drug
1: dealer. Yeah.
0: Uh, was in war, you know, was in a battle in the Dominican Republic, seen action, was known, mm-hmm. was, you know, referred to by police and other folks mm-hmm. as being mm-hmm. a killer. Uh,
3: uh-huh.
0: was scared to go to jail. He'd fake <laughs> his own death to avoid going to jail. Wow. Well, not his death, his own, his own attack, his mm-hmm. own murder attempt. Yes. Attempt? Okay. Mm-hmm. He'd fake his own murder so he could avoid going to jail because say, if you put me in jail, I'm going to get killed,
1: Mm-mm. which is right. funny because uh-huh. he
0: was in danger on the street though.
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> the judge could say, you'd be safer in a, in a jail cell. They don't have guns then on in on the street. Yes. <laughs> but no bears in jail. <laughs> Maybe. No we don't know yet. We don't know how he met the bear. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. that's right. That's right. That's
4: coming.
3: Ultimately,
4: mm-hmm. Thornton pleaded no contest to marijuana conspiracy charges. And while Bryant had already begun serving a 15-year sentence, Thornton received what was effectively a slap on the wrist. Six oh. months at a minimum security facility and a $500 fine.
1: That's it?
0: Yeah. Kind huh. of. Okay. Uh, he was caught flying a plane with a thousand pounds of uh, marijuana, and that's what he got him. Yeah. Marijuana.
4: But mm-hmm. the convictions of his co conspirators did more to damage Thornton than jail time. Already mm. quite paranoid, Thornton shrunk his circle of trust to himself and just one man. His karate instructor turned bodyguard, Bill Leonard.
1: Huh. (laughs) Not a bear.
2: A bear.
4: (laughs) Named Bill Leonard. Bear. Bill Leonard, a bear disguised as a human.
3: (sighs) Following his
4: release from prison, Faunton divorced himself from the crime ring he had helped to create and decided to resume his drug smuggling operations alone. But there was still a matter of some loose ends, or rather, noose ends, that needed to be tightened.
1: Wait, was there a joke there I missed?
4: Wait, what? (laughs) I said, but there was still a matter of some Roose loose ends, or rather, noose, noose. ends that oh. needed to be tightened.
1: Na na, na na noose
4: <laughs> na, na, noose I miss the na na, na noose na, 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 noose <laughs> For three years, authorities sought Thornton for questioning regarding what they described as vendetta
0: deaths. A series
4: of otherwise unrelated murder victims were connected by Thornton's enterprises. Mm -hmm. Gene Berry, the Florida State's attorney who had successfully prosecuted one of Thornton's co-defendants, was murdered at point-blank range. Mm. Robert S. Walker, a witness against Thornton in the case, was found strangled in a swamp in Tampa. Oh, The ah, man who had informed customs of Thornton's involvement with the Louisiana smuggling wrestle had Mm -hmm. his throat slit in Miami. The lesson, never go to Florida.
2: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I get excited. I heard Gene Barry and I almost thought it was, we got to the bear.
4: (laughs) Gene (laughs) Barry. Oh. Z A R. Oh, oh, oh. oh, okay, I got you. On September, or When you are in the
0: end here, finally, guys.
4: On <gasps> September ninth, nineteen eighty-five, Thornton began what would be his final, fateful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey Boo Boo! <laughs> hey! He oh. Boo Boo doesn't, really doesn't have doing that pants on, right? They don't wear pants.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> as his face comes up, it's just white powder on that big nose. Oh no!
1: There's a T-shirt here somewhere, I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> let me do a rail off your junk. Hey, oh, Boo Boo, let me no, do a rail do off your
2: junk. As a t-shirt
0: higher than the average bear. Higher, yes. Uh, Let's see, where are we here? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) On
4: September 9th, 1985, Thornton began what would be his final fateful journey. Having invited Leonard to vacation with him in the Bahamas, the pair boarded a Cessna 404.
1: The bear?
0: The pair. It was a (laughs) pair. (laughs) <laughs> find the bear I mean this is really a game of find the bear now boarding <laughs> <laughs> no we didn't call your row yet sorry we didn't call your row yet <laughs> it's yours there'll be a better show next week guys dear listener I, I can't imagine how better than this <laughs> uh, wait, 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 a bear a bear I, got a similar, I mean pear 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 okay <laughs> Thornton began
4: having invited Leonard to vacation with him in the Bahamas the pair boarded a Cessna 404 (laughs) an accomplished pilot Thornton steered the craft through the darkness and Mm. the rain and flew completely over the Bahamas Mm. it was then that Thornton revealed the true nature of their trip instead of snorkeling and sunbathing on the Caribbean island. Oh. Leonard was to help Thornton do something even more thrilling. <laughs> Retrieve 400 kilograms of cocaine from a drug cartel in Colombia. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there.
1: Instead of snorkeling. <laughs> Just regular snorting.
4: <laughs> Once the plane safely landed in a swamp in Monteria, it was mm. quickly surrounded by machine guns.
1: Machine, machine, machine
4: gun machine, tote, machine, guns? machine guns
1: Machine guns Sentient yeah.
4: weapons Evolving <laughs> on an island Cut off from other Areas of the world Run entirely by bears <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: The plane lands in a swamp
4: It was quickly surrounded By machine gun toting men While Leonard ate What he later learned Was a parrot Oh he watched what? Thornton load their <laughs> transport.
2: Did, did you say it was a parrot or it was a parrot?
4: Parrot. Oh, parrot? Okay. Like Fred in oh. Beretta.
2: Okay. Gotcha.
4: <laughs> While Leonard ate what he later learned was a parrot, he watched Thornton load their transport the illegal, addictive white powder. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: Why was anyone eating a parrot? <laughs> what did this come up? <laughs> What are you doing? Load and blow? I'm going to eat a parrot. (laughs) Maybe he was already high. I mean, did he just grab somebody that was closest to eat it? Dude. Dude, I had a dream I was eating a parrot. (laughs) I've got news. (laughs) That happened.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Feathers come out. Yeah. Talk about sinus
2: problems. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's the most random thing to do yeah, rather than help your friend. I can't help you load. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to eat this parrot. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <eat this parent. laughs> I'm, I'm really busy.
0: Well, you, you'll learn why. Yeah, you'll
2: see. <laughs> I just came out of left field. It's wonderful. Oh, oh yeah. Here, here we go. Oh, yeah, who, okay, here we go. <laughs>
4: the illegal addictive white powder was wrapped in mm. yellow plastic bricks. Packed into burlap swalk, and swalk. then stuffed inside large duffel bags outfitted with parachutes, the value of their cargo on the return flight had increased by eighty million dollars and one likely undercooked mm. parrot.
0: Polly want to live. Yeah. Polly It's live. not a joke. It's not a joke. This is, seriously, seriously, he gets he gets food poisoning plays a role in the story oh (gasps) yeah from the parrot oh so this is important everything there's nothing extraneous about this everything in it I put in there for a purpose (laughs) especially the boo-boo joke yes that's fact that was I could send you the episode
4: (laughs) as undigested parrot rose in Leonard's throat so did Leonard's ire Angry.
2: <laughs> this this parrot ain't sitting right. Wait, you, just, you ate the parrot? That was what the you think dude's I was gonna, pet. Did you think I was gonna help you load cocaine? You don't do anything to get out of work. <laughs> just... Beak it all, whatever it takes. Beak it all, yeah.
3: That's how lazy he is. He needs a fucking parrot. He doesn't want to carry doesn't want to carry his
2: <laughs> He's like,
0: uh, Bill! Bill, get your ass over here! He's like, he just grabbed him.
2: No, I gotta I gotta I'm eat this sorry. raw parrot. I'm Sorry, buddy! <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: You're doing great. You're almost done. <laughs>
0: Finish off that claw. Get over here. <laughs> There's no meat on the claws, dude. <laughs> All right. Angry.
4: I don't think I could do it. Yes, you
1: can. Yes, you can. Yes, you
4: can. <clears throat> <clears throat> We're with you. Home stretch. Home stretch. Angry. Eat a parrot. Over the betrayal and teeming with salmonella. Oh. <laughs> Leonard threw open the plane's door somewhere over Florida. Oh. It's always Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I feel seen. After returning the bird's remains to the skies,
2: be free. (laughs) 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 Leonard
3: the sky.
4: (laughs) Leonard kicked out three duffel bags of cocaine. Whoops. Suddenly, the parrot wasn't what? the only thing to disagree with Leonard. Oh,
2: on, on purpose, did he kick him out? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. He just, this happened. Oh. Like he tripped over them He's when he was hurling bird. He's oh, mad okay. his friend
0: lied to him about the trip and all that.
4: Okay, yeah. Here's what, I th- here's what I think of your cocaine.
3: <laughs>
4: the two men began to fight. Oh. Their uh-huh. confrontation, however, was quickly interrupted by radio oh. chatter. A Black Hawk helicopter uh-huh. and two DEA jets had spotted Thornton's Cessna as it crossed Gosh. into U.S. airspace. Mm-hmm. But Thornton had a plan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the parrot had a tracking chip in it. <laughs> 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 <That's> the- <laughs> You didn't eat that parrot, did you? Beep, beep. God, it was what is that sound? Beep, beep. You didn't eat a parrot. <laughs> the parrot was beeping when the I the ate The bear
1: doesn't even matter anymore. It's all about the parrot now. No, that's, <laughs> it was a lot of parrot talk.
3: <laughs>
4: Under the dim light of the cockpit, against the darkness of the sky, Thornton strapped a parachute to himself. Huh. And during the roughly four minutes it took Thornton to strap another chute on Leonard, Thornton gave Leonard what would be his only (gasps) skydiving lesson. Mm.
1: So but they were just fighting. So now he's gonna try to help them. They gotta
0: get their shit together, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And actually Bill Leonard tells the story because he survived. Oh. uh, that their laugh the fighting turned into laughter and they laughed over the circumstances and (laughs) and Thornton apologized to him for getting him in this mess and said, I'll get you out of it. Oh
1: wow. In four minutes? Mm. That all happened in four minutes.
0: Well, the four minutes began after they got their shit together and they realized they had to to do something, they had to jump from the plane. Okay, all right.
4: (laughs) (laughs) After shoving three more duffel bags from the plane,
3: Mm.
4: Thornton strapped the remaining parcel to his person Mm. while barking instructions at Leonard. (laughs) The pair would rendezvous at a hotel in Knoxville Uh. with a plane on autopilot. The men jumped.
0: All right. Mm. All right, last page.
4: (laughs) September 11th, 1985. Fred Myers was finishing his morning shave when he spied Mm. what appeared to be a man laying amidst debris in his driveway. Oh. Upon closer inspection, it was clear the crumpled person was dead. A trickle of dried blood ran from his mouth. Thornton had indeed landed in Knoxville, but Uh,
0: not as he intended. uh, He's the one who knew
1: how to parachute. Right?
0: Yeah. He was an expert. Oh, boy. Oh. Mm-hmm. He was a proud uh, expert. He didn't let anybody pack his shoots. Mm. Uh, he was very, you know, fastidious about mm-hmm. his... uh mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Wow.
0: Lifeless. Thornton
4: was surrounded by the very things that had defined mm-hmm. his life. He was wearing a bulletproof mm-hmm. vest and special night vision goggles. Mm-hmm. He was carrying a Browning 9mm automatic pistol a 22 caliber pistol, and several clips of ammunition. He also had survival gear, a stiletto, Mm -hmm. and $4,500 in Mm -hmm. cash, and six gold Krugerrands, food rations, and vitamins. He was so prepared. (laughs) A compass, an altimeter, identification papers in two different names, and... A membership to the Miami Jockey Club <laughs> and a duffel bag filled with 77 pounds of cocaine. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm,
4: Police mm-hmm. couldn't be sure why his parachute had failed him.
3: <laughs> I get it now. I'm like, what a detailed list we're getting. Oh my
0: gosh. Wow. So probably what happened is wow. he calculated everything because uh-huh. you know you know the weight, etc. At the mm-hmm. last minute he straps on this bag of cocaine that he had not planned to jump uh-huh. with. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. huh. So
0: seventy seven more pounds. Mm-hmm.
1: That's like I almost know. a person.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he had two shoots. You have a first shoot and then you have a backup yes. shoot. Yeah. His mm-hmm. backup shoot was attached, but it didn't stop him from, from falling <sighs> right. or, or dying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His his primary shoot was found detached and I think Ooh. I want to say 60 miles, but maybe that was the plane. 60 miles, several miles from where he was. Wow.
1: Okay. hmm Too much stuff. As the <laughs>
4: investigation continued, pieces of the mysterious puzzle began to mm. come together. A crashed Cessna 404 was soon found mm. nearby with no signs of fatalities and a number matching that on a key found among Thornton's mm. things. Mm-hmm. Police ruled the death an accident. The cause gravity. <laughs> yes. But the tale of the aviator was yet unknown. As the story became clearer, more duffel bags of cocaine were found huh. in northern Georgia. But not before a particular black bear stumbled upon one errant. The bear.
2: There's the bear. bear! We got there! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's, and, it just snuck up on and us. And for the sequel, see, Cocaine Bear, now in theaters.
1: <laughs> that bear just snuck up on us. Um, <laughs> he he loaded right, us. Two more paragraphs here. Okay,
0: okay. It could be so much longer. <laughs> There's so much crazy shit. There's more <laughs> and,
1: crazy?
0: And it goes on even after
4: this, but... Mm. When authorities finally discovered the bear's body on December 20th, they also found 40 empty bags of cocaine. Empty <laughs> While the chief medical examiner, who autopsied the animal, found its stomach was, quote, literally packed to the brim with cocaine, end quote. Law enforcement wasn't certain whether the bear had consumed 75 pounds of the drug or some enterprising local had taken it.
1: Mm -hmm. But uh, the
4: examiner was confident that after absorbing 4 grams of the substance, the bear had cerebral hemorrhaging. Respiratory failure, Oof. hypothermia, Oof. renal failure, heart Oof. failure, stroke, and Oof. died shortly thereafter. The bear <laughs> murdered oh. Noah. But other than that, he was fine. <laughs> <No>. That wasn't the <coughs> last mystery Cocaine Bear would be involved in. <laughs> After getting his pilot's license, he continued the drug <laughs> smuggling operation. <laughs> he married Bill Leonard. Okay. Oh, no. No. <laughs> this has been the true tale of Pablo
0: Escobar. <laughs> but here's what happens after. Uh, the bear, again, it looks so great, mm-hmm. even though it was dead for a few months. Oh. He has a friend huh. Um, okay. First it's, and then it's gifted to this Chattahoochee River National Recreation Area. Yeah. But at some mm-hmm. point there's a forest fire that threatens to uh you know consume possibly this recreation area. So they take everything that's valuable from this spot, including some I think uh Native American artifacts mm-hmm. and the bear uh-huh. and they move it to a storage facility. Mm-hmm. When they finally go back to get the stuff from the storage facility, I think like a month or so yeah. later, it's been stolen. Or it's it's gone. Oh my gosh it's presumably yeah. stolen. The bear was that along with some of the other things. Stolen. And the bear so the bear turns up uh at a pawn shop. Huh. Uh, the owner of the pawn shop, you know, bought it from somebody. And when he gets his eyes on it, Mm -hmm. there's two different tales. The pawn shop owner says he wasn't familiar with the cocaine bear story, but, Mm -hmm. uh, some other tales say that he was because Mm -hmm. he calls a friend of his who he thinks would most appreciate having this bear, knowing the story. Mm Ooh. Country singer Waylon Jennings. Waylon
1: Jennings. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah.
0: So, according to Waylon Jennings, he was familiar with the cocaine bear story. It was a, it was very well known in the nineteen eighties okay. about this about, about Thornton and everything because it's a real huge tale, mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. more encompassing in... Uh, you know, going all the way up to the governor's mansion in, in Kentucky involving a bunch of corrupt DAA agents. Wow. It's um, there's a possible connection for that heist at the China Lake Naval Facility to Oliver North oh. and the guns, uh, the Contra oh, the Contras, affair.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, wow.
0: Libyans, Russians, all this. So these guys at some point said they were working <laughs> for secret ops for the CIA, <gasps> that they were selling Jeez. drugs to make money to fund these different. Covert Operations. Mm -hmm. A lot of crazy stuff. Waylon Jennings buys this and he gives it to a friend of his who uh, he he thinks would appreciate the story and having the bear. And this is a guy who has it in his place in Las Vegas. Uh When this guy dies, they have an estate sale for his stuff. And a gentleman buys it for $200 uncontested. Nobody else bids for (laughs) it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. at this point, this guy who buys it doesn't even know the story. Oh. He just thinks he's right. buying a cool little a bear. A bear. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he's a guy who would just go to different estate sales and buy interesting things. <laughs> um, he, he brought it home and his wife said, oh, hell no. We're not having a bear in our house. <laughs> so he he set it up in his uh, herbal remedy store that oh, he had. Oh, okay. Where it remained until he died. <laughs> okay. After he died, his wife apparently sold a bunch of his things, got, you know, or otherwise got rid of it, except for the bear was one of the things she kept even though she hated oh. it. Huh. Uh, there is a, um, so when this, uh, this, uh, place in Kentucky called the Kentucky for Kentucky fun center, uh, found out about the, the cocaine bear store, you know about the cocaine bear store already, but they had heard this rumor about Wayland Jennings and everything. They spent two months tracking down the bear. So the story I just told you, I learned <laughs> wow. from that. Mm-hmm. When they finally found the woman who had the bear because her husband had died and all mm-hmm. that they offered to buy it for her. And she said, you can have it for free, just pay for shipping. Oh, hmm. oh. So it's, it now resides, the Cocaine Bear resides in the Kentucky, for Kentucky Fun Center, and has lived there since 2015. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. <laughs> I was really hopeful you were going to tell me that when it was in the herbal remedy store that people yep. would pet the bear and get a contact high. That would have been a good story. <laughs> oh, I love
0: petting this bear. Oh, you're this bear st- is awesome. you are sniffing <laughs> its stomach right through the fur. There's just like a white powdery oh substance on the fur.
2: <laughs> it's just oh. wicking cocaine through its pores.
0: <laughs> so, John, I'm sorry if you're disappointed. If you didn't know, or Kat, I, I, I you know, Cat, John was saying things that made me realize that he didn't, he may not have real uh, known that. The bear didn't actually go crazy and kill people. It just, it's hard exploded basically after it took mm-hmm. the, ate the cocaine. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: That's a shame. So the, the movie is taking some <laughs> license. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's a really cool book by Sally Denton, a journalist who dug way into this mm-hmm. and, and makes a lot of connections that I alluded to a moment ago mm-hmm. uh, called the bluegrass conspiracies. I think there may have been some TV shows, etc., that also addressed okay. it. Mm-hmm. It only occurred to me after I put this together, I should have reached out to Brad and asked him about it, John.
1: Oh, Oh yeah, in his region. That's right. He was from Kentucky, been...
0: and he was a journalist. Oh, that's that's nice. right. That's right. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: I hope so in the movie sorry, the right. bear eats a
2: parrot. That would be a great <laughs> little
0: call. <laughs> that's for that's a deep cut for the Ritchie fans. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one's for All you, right. 1980s now listeners. <laughs> Wink. Yes, there you go. <laughs> All right. Hey. I'm going to say legally, that was our show,
1: (laughs) which is brought to you
0: every (laughs) week. Not
1: exactly like that, but (laughs) thanks in part to our early adopters like Kathy Burke, Rick Parker, and Karen Mm -hmm. Flieger. And thank you. Yay. Thank you, especially to our secret of our success level Patreon supporters like John Henderson, Craig Coletta, Mm -hmm. Marcus Taylor and Tony
0: great and maybe you great
1: yes there you go there's the
0: great and maybe, and maybe you, you listener. yeah hey and there's plenty of ways to support the show including just going on Facebook and making a comment mm-hmm. or you can email me at will at 1980s uh, or cat mm-hmm. at uh, 1980s oh. e- you can email John but uh, he won't write back to you <laughs> so don't bother emailing him <laughs> alright hey next uh, time we meet it will be a lot less true crime Uh, When we talk to you next time on 1980s Now.
1: Until next time.
2: (laughs) Goodbye. This podcast is part of the 80s Ruled Network. Visit the 80s Ruled on Facebook for more 1980s awesomeness.